In this bulletin, a fight brewing over changes to superannuation as the coalition threatens to block any reforms. Scott White pleads guilty to manslaughter over the 1988 death of Scott Johnson. And in football, Panama makes history, securing the last spot for the Women's World Cup. Good afternoon, Claire Slattery with SBS News. The federal opposition is accusing the government of creating uncertainty for Australians as the Treasurer flags changes to superannuation tax concessions. Treasurer Jim Chalmers has questioned the sustainability of tax breaks going forward, which he says are on track to cost the federal budget as much as the aged pension by 2050. Mr Chalmers has flagged a cap on large super balances as a possible way to make the concessions more affordable and sustainable. But the opposition's Treasury spokesman, Angus Taylor, says the coalition will block changes to the current arrangements. We need uh, this government to avoid straying further from the Hawke-Keating legacy by forgetting that super is fundamentally Australians' money. Super is fundamentally Australians' money. It isn't a piggy bank for pet projects and it isn't a revenue loophole to be closed. The federal government has announced plans to better protect animal species on Macquarie Island, southeast of mainland Tasmania. The plan includes a proposal to triple the size of the Macquarie Island Marine Park and to add an area the size of Germany, or 388,000 square kilometres, to the highly protected waters around the island. The 34-kilometre-long strip of land and surrounding waters are home to around 4 million penguins and 100,000 seals, among other species. In a video posted to social media, Environment Minister Tanya Plibersek says she wants to better protect the critical habitat. Macquarie Island is an incredible place. It's halfway between Tasmania and Antarctica and it's home to incredible species like these penguins, seals, seabirds like albatross. And what we're trying to do is better protect the homes of these animals. Scott White has pleaded guilty to manslaughter but not guilty to murder over the 1988 death of American mathematician Scott Johnson on Sydney's northern beaches. Mr Johnson was found dead at the bottom of a cliff near Manly's North Point 35 years ago. White was arrested decades later in May of 2020 and made a guilty plea at a pre-trial hearing but was allowed to reverse that plea before being set to face trial. He's now pleaded guilty to the lesser charge of manslaughter meaning he accepts legal responsibility for Mr Johnson's death, but not his murder. The geothermal energy company that employed two Australians who died in a plane crash in the Philippines says it's an unthinkable tragedy. The plane, carrying the two Australian consultants and two Filipino nationals, came down near an active volcano on Saturday, shortly after taking off on its way to Manila. Search teams have since been able to reach the light aircraft, where all passengers have been confirmed dead. In a statement, the Energy Development Corporation says it stands in compassion and deep sorrow with the families and is working with authorities to assist in bringing them home. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese and Foreign Minister Penny Wong have also expressed their sympathies.
The United States and the European Union are leading a charge at the United Nations to garner support for a vote on a resolution for peace in Ukraine as the first anniversary of the beginning of the war nears. The draft resolution, while non-binding, aims to repeat a similar call made last year by the General Assembly to call upon Russia to end the war. It demands an immediate ceasefire and that Russia leaves Ukraine, while also emphasising the need for accountability and justice for all victims. The US representative to the United Nations, Linda Thomas-Greenfield, is calling on countries to support the vote to deepen Russia's diplomatic isolation. Colleagues, this vote will go down in history. On the one-year anniversary of this conflict, we will see where the nations of the world stand on the matter of peace in Ukraine. To football and Panama will play in the Women's World Cup for the very first time after securing the last place for the upcoming event starting in July. The side scored a 75th minute goal to go on to defeat Paraguay 1-0 during the final qualifying playoff in Hamilton on New Zealand's North Island. Panama has been placed into Group F and will play matches against France, Jamaica and Brazil. The World Cup, co-hosted by Australia and New Zealand, starts on July 20. And that's the latest SBS News.